Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews Okome. So let's get started. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome, welcome back to the show. It's Nikayla here, back with a Side Hustle Pro solo episode. So it's been a minute. Go ahead and, you know, sit back, relax. Let us pull up some coffee and a chair and let's get reacquainted because it's been a while. I can't believe how long it's been since I have done a solo episode. Like, I don't even think, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't even think that I talked about the fact that last year I was pregnant and had a whole other baby <laughs> on my podcast. I don't even think we talked about that, y'all. I had a whole baby on y'all. Like, who am I? Who is it with the secret babies? Um, Anyway, I can't think of the celebrity right now, but I did that. I did that on y'all. And I'm so, so sorry. But if you watched my Nikayla TV YouTube channel, you would have seen my baby moon. Yes, you would have. If you're on my email list, I emailed you about that vlog. So you would have seen that too. So make sure you are signed up over at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter so that you don't miss any of this. And also subscribe to my personal YouTube channel, Nikayla TV, as well as the Side Hustle Pro YouTube channel. So you don't miss any of the announcements because you never know which platform it will come on. So anywho, yes, I am a mom of two now. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a wife. I am 
a side hustler still. I am learning. You know, this year will be what? six years in business, seven years. I don't know. I'm losing count, but I'm still learning as you will see, because this year I plan to get back to that Nikayla who was sharing with you guys as I learn new things. Okay. Yes. I want to interview awesome dope women who have grown their business from side hustle to full-time profitable business, but I also am doing that myself. So why wouldn't I share it with y'all? So sorry, I got away from that a little bit, but it's coming back more on that in a second. Uh, let's talk about family for a little bit. So yeah, top of 2023 or late 2022, found out we were pregnant. Um, I was super ecstatic and I just went into go mode because I know that, okay, I work for myself. We are not going to let that thing happen where I just kind of get so overwhelmed or so tired really because pregnancy is so tiring. I knew I had to like really go hard on batch recording, which is what I did. And so because I was doing so many interviews and also still fighting fatigue and everything that comes with pregnancy, I just didn't have the bandwidth for the updates that and the solo episodes like I wanted to. Now I'm back with that. So what you missed is that I had uh, my baby girl this summer, late summer, and then we have been juggling the life of parents of two. So two is definitely harder than one, y'all. Two is definitely harder than one. <laughs> Sometimes I just look around and it's amazing to me how you can know something's coming. You can know it's going to be harder and yet still be kind of knocked off your feet still be overwhelmed. I look around sometimes, I'm like, are these two little humans conspiring against us? Like, I am exhausted. Moyo is exhausted. We are sometimes just like, what do we get ourselves into? But I am at the same time still so grateful for my kids. I mean, I feel very grateful to be able to even have kids. Um, I maybe will share more about that a little another time, but right now I'm not ready to, but yeah, I feel so grateful to even be able to have kids. And so I am just like, I'm going to do what it takes to figure it out. I'm going to do what it takes to, you know, always be stay financially stable and be able to provide them with everything that they need in this world. And, and need is not necessarily like um, any kind of superficial things, but just any kind of resource, any kind of lessons, anything that they need. I want to be make sure that I'm able to provide that. And I know Moyo feels the same. We talk about this all the time. And I touched on this a little bit with uh, Sharice of Sassy Jones in her episode in December, because what I think about now that I have two especially is how grateful I am to have this career and this life that I have created for myself, of course, with the support and love of God. Uh, but to be able to craft a maternity leave, right? And to be able to still be home with my daughter, but work from home. And by the way, I'm not anti-daycare or anything like that. She's actually going to be starting that much earlier than Kingston, but it will still be kind of a few times a week rather than the whole time, the whole, you know, rather than every day a week. And to be able to do that and to be able to structure my life around which day she's at daycare is such a blessing because what we've realized is that corporate America is really, really not set up for not even not set up. What am I talking about? Is not supportive of working parents, both men and women. Like the things that we've had to stop our day to do to go, you know, go get Kingston, you know, if he's sick or if he needs a doctor's appointment or any kind of appointment, the things that I work through now, I know y'all understand those of you who are parents, 
it is a world where you're fighting to climb up the career ladder while also fighting to be this parent that you want to be. However that looks like for you, I guarantee it's much, much harder when you are working for someone else. That said, we're not against it. So as a matter of fact, there was a period during when Kingston was first born, when Moyo did go back to work at a tech company. And I'll let him share that story another time. We're overdue for Tima Kome um, catch up, right? And that's just the ebbs and flows of entrepreneurship, which I also try to bring in with my guests because we're never, ever saying that we're anti-job. It's just the ultimate goal is to be able to have that flexibility. So you do what you have to do. Entrepreneurship is two steps forward, sometimes one step back or three steps back, then five steps forward, whatever, whatever. And I don't even know if forward is the right analogy because you're always moving forward. You're always learning something and taking something from that experience that's bringing you closer, but it's more like sideways. Like instead of this linear path, everyone thinks it's like ups, downs, circles, sides, all of that good stuff, right? So but we learned that intimately when he did that while Kingston was young, because here we were a couple, young couple, first child, home. And once I came off my imposed maternity leave, both of us trying to work, I happen to have a job where I need to record episodes from our apartment. And, but he also has a job where he is, you know, supposed to be in meetings and doing all this stuff while we have a baby who is looking at us like, entertain me, feed me, take me for walks, change me, uh, caress me, give me a nap, all this good stuff. It was hard. It was hard. And people act like they don't understand. Like they just give you two blinks when you say, Oh, my kid is sick today. They're like, Oh, too bad. So anyway, when's that report due? <laughs> And it's like, what I learned, which I'd never really thought about, and we're really getting personal right now, y'all, but I think you need to to understand this, to know what we've been going through and then also what we have learned this time around. So what I learned was that corporate America definitely doesn't expect a man to have to do anything with his kids. Like the women, you're like, oh, here she goes. They're like, here she goes being a mom. But with the dad, they're like can't your wife do that? And they don't say that outright, but that's kind of like the vibe. Like, what do you mean your kid is sick? So you're X, Y, Z, like, uh, don't you have a nanny? Don't you have a wife? That kind of stuff. So it was really interesting to see those dynamics as a couple who we're a team, we're a partnership. We both do everything. Moyo does everything. Okay. Moyo did night shift when Kingston was young, because as you know, if you go back and listen in 2020 to my update, so he did all the night shifts and I did the day shifts because again, we were both home working, trying to juggle. And like, that is unheard of in most spaces. Like he also did a lot of the diapers because <laughs> the ones I did would, would often fall off. But anyway, what I'm saying here is, so this time around, I am really grateful that he's back to being an entrepreneur. So, you know, we can do this juggle even more because I was so fatigued I was so fatigued when I was pregnant that he started doing all of the drop off, all of the pickups. And now that I'm with Kemi, most of the time, he's still doing that so I can be with her. So we basically, like a lot of couples will say, divide and conquer. Similarly, when it's time for me to record like this episode, he's with her. And that's like old times, like when Kingy was young and I am here able to record. So it's only through partnership that I'm able to bring you this podcast that I'm able to do this podcast. And we're doing things a little bit differently this time in that. So we have more help 
this time around, we moved, we've since moved um, in 2022 back to New York, back where we're from. So we're able to get support from both sets of our parents, thank God, are here. And we're able to have support by sending Kingston to school, for example. So, you know, we have one less child to juggle during the day. Most days, we'll get to Christmas break in a second. And we have started testing out babysitters sooner and earlier. So with Kingston, because he was born during the pandemic, we didn't have the opportunity until he was like over one, almost two, because just with the pandemic and everything, and then even with daycare, like the wait lists were out of control and all that good stuff. So it taught me a lot about how proactive I need to be this time around. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those people that puts my kid on a daycare list once I know I'm pregnant. I just... I find that I can't think about that while I'm pregnant. While I'm pregnant, I'm just trying to get through the pregnancy. I'm just thinking about the immediate like pregnancy. I'm not thinking about school. I'm not thinking about all these other things. Again, I know that's a privilege. So I started thinking once she was here and I was a bit more settled into some semblance of a routine, I started thinking about the all important question of who's going to watch this kid? <laughs> who's going to take care of this baby? Because I need to work. I actually like to work for myself and I'm ready to get back to it. So I needed to start exploring that. So I have, we started testing out babysitters and getting into the flow of what works for us. And that's been very helpful. Again, um, I plan my recordings around that. I plan my meetings around that. So if you see me and you're like, oh, wow, how's Nikayla getting back into this flow? How's she making all this content? When I start making all this content, um, just know that there is a team and support behind that. So that's how I'm able to get things done. And of course, just like the juggle. And then um, she, we're going to start her probably. I thought I could hold out until one years old, but I have work to do. <laughs> And what I've learned from my experience with my son is that I am eager for her to get that enrichment that can be, oh, I don't know if you hear that, but that's her crying. She just woke up from her nap. So yeah, that is why uh, she's going to start. But really, because there's only so much you can do as a parent when you are working. So if you're a parent who also is committed to just not just because it's not just anything, but if you're a parent who is able to homeschool and really set aside that time to be the Montessori school and the preschool and the infant school for your child, then staying at home is absolutely wonderful. In addition to getting to avoid the germs until they're older, because believe me, that's those germs are no joke. When Kingston started daycare, those germs were no joke. However, I'm not able to do that and I don't want her to be just home doing the same five activities that we have. I don't want to try to recreate a nursery or a preschool because we only have so much space in our apartment. I want her to start to get out there and <laughs> get out there. I sound like I want my child outside, but no, I want her to, I love the place that we found and the things that she's going to be exposed, exposed, not germs, but the things that she's going to get to do and interact with other kids her age and even be exposed to food. So I'm not trying to do everything on my own. The hardest part for me was feeling like I was doing everything on my own. Well, me and Moyo doing everything on our own in terms of educating our kid. Okay. Like the part that swung me for a loop the most and made it so difficult to get back into the work zone is that you just take for granted when you find out you're pregnant, you're so focused about the pregnancy. You take for granted that you are literally responsible for teaching these people how to do everything, how to eat, how to sleep, how to go to the bathroom 
everything. Like that is so time consuming. It is so nice to have help. Like, oh, you'll support this person to learn how to eat, how to sleep through noise and how to use the bathroom too. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Like I'm here for it. Now, I don't love having to pay for that. No, I don't. No, no, no. But the goal is being able to do that means that I can work hard and make more money. Okay. So that is what's going down with the family. This time around, we knew what to expect in terms of we knew sleep deprivation was coming. We knew it was going to turn us into angry, irritable people, (laughs) especially me. (laughs) I knew I was going to be a hormonal wreck. Still am. Okay. Whatever. That's what happens. All right. And I'm not saying that that is easy to deal with. Like you still know what's coming and then you still find, you still look around like, wait, why are we bickering? Because... We don't got no sleep. We're, we're sleep deprived. We're forgetting to eat. We are, oh, I wasn't always, it's hard for me to get out for walks because I like getting used to the nursing, pumping, all of that, feeling like you have a short window before it's time to pump again or you're going to get engorged. For my people who are not moms, I hope I'm not boring you with this. Skip ahead. I got more coming on the side hustle piece, but I'm just telling you what I've been through and what I'm going through. So. This time around, we knew it was coming. And even though it didn't necessarily make it easier because you still have to go through it, at least we were able to recognize, acknowledge, and communicate with each other through it. So that was amazingly helpful. The first time around, I felt like even though they say and tell you that, oh, your wife's going to be really hormonal and emotional and all this stuff's going to be coursing through her body and blah, blah, blah. I think it still just throws you for a loop. Like, what is happening? (laughs) What is happening? And this time around, we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. So... That was better. In addition, like knowing that we need to start, you know, looking into daycares earlier, knowing that we need to just really take care of ourselves. So this time around, I signed up for a food delivery service. So that's been really helpful to have always have a meal in the fridge that I don't have to prepare myself. I don't have to also be thinking about what am I going to eat? What am I going to prepare? What am I going to cook? Because who has time to cook right now? Not me. And Yes, family and friends, when you first arrive home, they'll be bringing over meals and all this stuff. But that food train, that meal train does stop, y'all. So think about where you're going to get your meals from and how you can relieve some of that pressure, because that was definitely an area that wasn't super ironed out with Kingston. And you obviously need food for your brain to show up and to do your job and to do all the things. So meals are really important. So thinking that through was way better this time around. And just not being in a national pandemic (laughs) made me much happier. Being able to get out for walks, everywhere, go to different places, see family. As soon as we had the baby, people were able to come to the hospital. Like it was just a world of difference. And that did everything for all of the things, you know, all of the hormones that was really, really good for me. So when people, again, when they ask me how I'm doing, I am not BSing when I can tell you a hundred thousand times better this time around. Alrighty. I'm also not as naive about motherhood and the different things that it requires this time around. So I think the first time around, I just, again, was thrown off by just how much time it takes to literally teach a little person to be a human being, a child. And now I recognize that. So with 
our new life. Whereas before meeting before kids, I would say, okay, Mondays are my this day. Tuesdays are this. I'm going to work out in the morning. Sometimes you just spend the whole morning BSing and then you come back and you do work, but you're able to do focus work for like two, three, sometimes four hours. So you get a lot done. When you have a child, you don't have those bulk hours to get stuff done. And so sometimes that can be really discouraging. And with my first go round, like that would throw me off for like a whole week or several days. I would be so discouraged about what I put down on my to-do list that's not done. I would just kind of throw my hands up in discouragement. Like, why am I even trying? Should I just, you know, give up? Like, can I really do this entrepreneurial mom thing? Can I make this work? Maybe I should take a few years off and just focus on being a mom. Um, I keep saying this just word and it's not to offend anybody, but those are really the thoughts I had. But this time around, I am able to talk myself through this a little better. And instead of having a spiral that starts from one day not going according to plan because that's the norm. Days not going according to plan. I just let that day be what it is. Like yesterday was that day, actually. I set out in the morning and the morning, you know, I was doing good. Boom, 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 getting stuff done. I think I even went for a walk, you know, because not every day I get to go for my walks like I used to like to do. And then the day just started spiraling. <laughs> the baby wasn't doing what I was like trying to talk to her. Like, what's going on? You're supposed to take a nap from this time to this time. She wasn't down with that. She said, I just want a cat nap today. And I just want to hang out with you. All right. I know she's not talking yet, but I know what she's saying. And so I had to shift my plans. And but I did go through kind of a mental spiral because I just kept thinking of like, I like was visualizing my to-do list and I was like, okay, now that's going to have to move to this and that's going to have to move to that. How am I going to get this done? I owe my, you know, my editor episode, all this other stuff. And I just had to let it go and say, you know what? We're going to shift things around and it's going to be fine. We're going to shift things around and it's going to be fine. And I'm much better at doing this time around because I'm realistic because this new life does not entail long hours of getting to do what I want. This new life entails using the pockets of time that I get really, really well. And it also includes being very, very, very realistic about what can get done. So whereas before I would try to sneak in a lot, now I have to say, no, literally today, your only goal is to record an episode. Tomorrow, your only goal is this. And that's it. And that's it. And it's a mind switch because you feel so weird just putting down one thing on a to-do list, but at least one work thing. Because I might have other things like, oh, I want to, you know, tomorrow I fold the laundry or whatever, whatever. But it still feels kind of weird, but you have to be practical. What's the sense of putting five things on a to-do list if you know you're only going to get one done? Like, why are you doing that to yourself? Because that messes with you too. That can lead to the spiral. So scaling back the to-do list and having less dramatic swings after a tough day is what is better this time around with two kids. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, and when we keep them bottled up, it affects us negatively. I have found that therapy has been a safe space to get things off my chest. I had my daughter last August, and by January, I hit up my therapist like, let's go ahead and set up this monthly session. Therapy has been so helpful for me in setting boundaries, and it just empowers me to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, this is your sign to go ahead and do it and give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HustlePro today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HustlePro. I think anytime you have a baby, <laughs> one of the quotes that I always remember, I remember I was having a conversation with, well, a few of us were having a conversation, I think after the retreat at some point with my leak about this, about parenthood. And I remember she had said something like, you know, in a partnership, you have a baby, it just kind of blows up your relationship and then you have to put the pieces back together. And as dramatic and almost you know, sad as that sounds, it is true. It is true because your dynamic completely shifts like that ish gets blown up and you have to put it back together. So that is happening more quickly this time around. So I'm grateful for that because again, we knew the mood swings were coming. We knew the irritability was coming. We knew the lack of sleep was coming. It didn't make it easier, but we were like, okay, we know what's going on here. We know what's going on here. All right, let's hug it out. <laughs> But seriously, it's like, you know, this is a phase. You have the benefit the second time around of remembering when your toddler was a baby and it felt like you would never sleep again. And you realize, oh, okay, that does shift. And all of this is phases. You know, you know now he's back in a phase where he sleeps well sometimes, sometimes doesn't. He goes through different phases and he goes in and out of phases. Um, but we have that benefit of having experienced that. So we're like able to put that back together more quickly this time around. And another thing I know, another motherhood lesson is number one, don't listen to anybody. <laughs> 
I've had to tune out a lot of mommy groups. I don't think I can do the mommy groups because I just don't relate to a lot of other moms, even other entrepreneur moms. I find that sometimes the dialogue gives me anxiety because then I start worrying about things I wasn't even worried about. I start putting myself in the situation. I'm like, wait, that's not my situation. I don't care about that. I'm tuning that out. So mommy groups don't help me. One-on-one with other moms help me. Just asking a direct question with someone who I've observed going through the same thing I'm going through has been helpful. But what's helped me significantly is not comparing my motherhood journey to anyone else and realizing that there's really no such thing as training a child. You can go through helping a child learn things. So why I say that and why I believe that, so you can believe what you want to believe, don't come for me in these comments. I really don't care. But so things like sleep training, right? What they don't tell you when you're a new mom and you do these things and they work for a while is that it's just that, that they work for a while. Your child doesn't stay, quote unquote, trained in anything. So, you know, they need to stop calling these things training. Oh, and let me clue you into something else. Those three-day potty training things, just throw out the book. Just stop it. And stop telling moms to expect that because that's not how it's going down for most kids, okay? For all kids, all right? Like you, this is a lifelong process that will have accidents, will have false starts, will have wins and then regressions. So all these things, it's just, they're just learning. They're learning. These little humans are learning to become people, to become adults, to become grownups, to become older children, whatever you want to call it. So what I've learned is to recognize that all of this stuff is like different phases that we move in and then out of, but there's no like, oh, checkbox, like done this. My child knows this now. Boom, move on. He's good. He's graduated. Life is not like that. And I should have known that because like with anything else, like my own journey in life, nothing is linear. Nothing is linear. So I'm cool with that. the mommy segment. Woo, I didn't realize I would go on that long, you guys. All right, so let me speed up the next two segments that I want to talk about in this episode. So life update, Nikayla, I am adulting for real now, okay? And like I said, I will continue to share the journey with you guys. If you're on my email list, I'll get back to sharing my favorite books and what I'm reading. Although I have to figure out because sometimes I'm reading the same book for a while. Speaking of which especially before kids, right? I was adulting for fake. I was, you know, you never really feel like a grown up, but when you're responsible for someone else's life, ooh, that, that wakes you up. So what's going on is I am determined to just get my ducks in a row a bit more. Now, I just had Tiffany Alice, the budget nista, on the show last week, and we talked about her two books. So I've been reading these two books I've been reading this book for like a year now. Let me put it on this side so you can see. Oh, by the way, guys, remember to check out Side Hustle Pro on YouTube so you can see what I'm talking about. So this is the first one, Get Good With Money. Love you, Tiff. And then this is the one she just came out with, Made Whole. So I'm excited to go through this because with this book, I've already treated it kind of like, this book is kind of like a course. So 
This book says 10 simple steps to becoming financially whole. And so because they're actual steps, I need time to go through them. Not all of them. So for example, like budgeting, I've always been good at that. I know how to budget and things like that. So she said, I read through the whole thing, but you know, some chapters obviously you get through easier because it might not apply to you anymore or ever. So for me, I've been really focused on chapters seven through 11, investing like an insider, retirement and wealth. So I'm thinking a lot about what retirement looks like for me as an entrepreneur, as a mother, what that looks like for inheritance and what I'll leave for my kids. Chapter eight is getting good with insurance. I touched on that in the episode with her. And how like, yeah, sometimes you have to hop around chapters. So I, as an entrepreneur, I'm getting my ducks in a row with insurance. Um, this chapter helped me a lot with setting up life insurance. And then chapter nine, grow rich-ish, increase your network. Oh, well, I'm already doing that with, that talks about side hustling, which I'm the queen of. <laughs> but, you know, it never hurts to think of even more ways that you can increase your net worth. So this ending half of the book is really, really good. And then chapter 10, picking your money team. That's a step that Nikayla is working through this year as well. I just started working with some bookkeepers. And let me tell you, the search for a bookkeeper has been interesting for me. So I've always done my own books. And I knew for, I would say, the last at least like three to four years that I really need to outsource this. I just feel like I'm leaving money on the table, not knowing all of these different ways to optimize for taxes and, and just optimize, you know, for business. So one of the companies that I tried out, a guest had mentioned it on the show and before the onboarding, like the sales call was really great. I felt awesome about the company, but then once I signed up um, because a lot of these companies, they charge a monthly fee to manage your books. And part of that fee, it, I think the whole fee is tax deductible, right? So as a business expense. But anywho, this company, once you onboarded, it just felt a little bit hands-off. Like I didn't feel like I had a one-on-one -on -one person that I was working with. Communication was poor when I had a question. It just felt like it went to the general inbox and whoever was on duty that day was responding to me. So I had to cut that short. That was not a good experience. I was actually really disappointed. And because I, I was excited to, you know, get things done. So then that kind of like a lot of times when you sign up for something and it's not what you want, you kind of take a step back for a bit. So I took a step back for like some months. It was like, all right, let me explore what else I can do. I looked into another company. Again, the, the sales call, the initial call was awesome. It was actually with the founder. And I may actually go back to them in the future. The only issue with them is that they no longer do solely bookkeeping. They want to do like your bookkeeping, your estate planning, everything in one, which sounds great, you know, at first. But for me, I'm at a place where I just want to tighten up my books first. Like, yes, I want to do all these other things. That's why I'm going through Get Good With Money. However, like I don't want to pay exorbitant amounts until I'm actually making a target earning level that I have in my head. So this year I'm working on the earning level. So 2025, I might revisit them, but I'm not going to put myself in a place where I feel really tight with money in order to have a financial planner. And I'm definitely not working with a financial planner who, well, this company doesn't do that, which is why I like them, but I'm not working with a financial planner who's going to try to take a percentage of my net worth each month or whatever they some of them try to do. No, we're not doing that over here. So 
That's been a little bit tricky, but tricky is good. That means what I have to remind myself is that means that you are making a informed and educated decision. So when you make your choice, you can feel comfortable about it. So now I have signed up with a solely bookkeeping company. Like they're just focused on helping me clean up and organize my books. My books aren't super messy, but I will say when I had less time over the past three years, like whereas I used to reconcile my statements every month, it started being like every four months, six months. It just started like, of course, I'm looking at my bank accounts all the time, but I'm not like taking this time to do my profit and loss statement like I used to every month back before kids. And I don't like that anymore. So it's clearly that I now need to outsource this. Like I don't have the same time, but I want to, when tax time comes around, I want it to all just be seamless. Okay. And like, I'm also, I got to say that that this stuff can be a little scary. It can be as a little scary to let someone into your financial world. So I'm not the type of person who's ever going to be like, oh, they're doing it. I'll never look at my bank account again. Hell no. <laughs> but at least I know that, again, I just have a professional eye on it and we're going to optimize for taxes. We're going to optimize for business savings. We're going to optimize for business investment and growth. So that's what we're doing this year. I'll keep you posted on how that's going. The books have been helpful. Oh, and speaking of books, I also, this just arrived. My friend Jamila of Journey to Launch Podcast. She was on the podcast as well in December. And she wrote Your Journey to Financial Freedom. Shout out to you, Jamila. Doesn't the cover look nice? Ah, this looks so pretty. And it matches my office and my um, magazine cover. So I like this a lot. And I'm going to be going through this as well. So between these two books... Nikayla is adulting for real this year. I keep pushing my table so my mic is shaking. So those are the steps that I'm taking. And I hope that's helpful for you guys too. I will link these books. But guys, like getting our financial ducks in a row will make all of us feel so, so good. And I also have to shout out my sister, Natalie. Um, I hope she's listening. But in conjunction with reading Tiffany's book, Natalie during our sister, we have these sister business chats. She actually did a whole presentation for us on life insurance. So she was really, really instrumental in me tackling this because when you're, you know, working at a company and you just kind of like, you just kind of sign up for everything with your benefits package. That's kind of nice. It's kind of hands off. You feel like someone has selected the best thing for you. But when you're independent, working on your own, having to do some of these things, you just get stuck sometimes in this paralysis of like, how do I pick the right one? If I don't pick the right one, I'm screwed. So I'm not going to pick anything. And you have to move past that. So consult the people you know, read books. What I like about Tiffany's approach is she provided two different marketplaces. I didn't even know about these marketplaces. Actually, they weren't on my radar because I wasn't in that space of even thinking about it. So that was really, really helpful. And so next steps, I'm looking into all the different insurance protections that she goes over in the chapter next. So one by one. And that's what I encourage you to do as well. If adulting feels daunting, just try one thing at a time and go as slowly as you need to. Sometimes when you start doing this stuff, it feels like, oh my God, I got to get this together. What happens if something happens to me? Just breathe <laughs> and take it one step at a time. Because I know that once you start getting insurance, you start to feel a little freaked out and panic, but just do one thing at a time and you'll get there. And that's what I have to remind myself as well. It's taken me 
this many years to get to where I am now. It may take time to do this adulting thing, but it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And I hope this, I share this and I'll continue to share with you guys because I hope this encourages anyone who felt like, oh, I should have it together by this time. My side hustle should already be earning this. I should, I should, all the shoulds, like let's get rid of the shoulds this year and just take the steps that we can take. And so finally, my goal for this year and what I'm working on on the Side Hustle Pro and Side Hustle level is showing up, showing up, okay? Without meaning to, without planning to, the last few years, and I can pinpoint when it started really again, 2020. 2020 was in life just shifted. But over the last few years, I have been showing up less and less on my own social media pages and on my own podcasts, right? And that's largely in part due to the time constraints, how exhausted I felt. I just had a creative block. That creative block was also caused by the shift in dynamics on some of my favorite social platforms. So everybody knows I really like using Instagram for business. A lot has shifted since I started using Instagram for business. I mean, it's become way more crowded, competitive. Then they shifted to reels, getting a lot of play. And then so you kind of had to like wrap your mind around getting on video, getting on camera. I know for a lot of us, that is intimidating because we want to look good at all the times. We overthink getting on camera. So for the platform to now prioritize this kind of content, that put a lot of us at a disadvantage. And if you're like me, you found yourself showing up less and less on your page because you felt like you needed the time, you needed to prepare. And can you imagine that? Like, really think about this for a second. Feeling like you need to prepare and to plan putting out a social media post. Like, what have we come to? What have we become as a society? I hate it. (laughs) Because you're talking to a girl who, one of my first jobs in social media was in 2010. Okay. I had a job as a social media assistant in 2010. Like I, I pioneered this social media space. Okay. I was one of the pioneers. You can't tell me differently. And yes, it was something we took seriously. We had to plan for and all that good stuff, but it just didn't feel as intense as it is these days. So I want to get back to that space of not taking it too seriously. This is something that It requires me to simply show who I am, to simply show up, all right, to just be myself, to just be myself. And so that's what I'm going to do this year. I am committed to making imperfect content. I'm committed to worrying less about matching colors and fonts and aesthetic and focusing on quality. I have a lot that I can share, everything from how I've grown my business, how I've grown it to a point where I can work for myself, how I've grown my podcast, how to really use social media for your business. I know a lot of people, especially like older millennials like myself, who they have these business ideas and they're struggling and showing up on social media. And I get it. I get it. I really do. And I want to help you because... It doesn't have to be as hard as you think. And I want to just loosen everybody up. So first, I need to loosen up. First, I need to put myself out there. So that is on the business side, my 
main goal this year and everything else will follow. I have sub goals under that, you guys. And again, I'll continue in our monthly check-ins. Hold me to that, our monthly check-ins. Let you guys know about these goals. But just know that the main one is showing up on my page with my knowledge because enough is enough, all right? And also showing up with talking about the offerings that I have. So Podcast Moguls is being updated this year. I'm in the process of that now. With things like that, sometimes you do need to get into a better space. And mentally, I just wasn't there. I kept trying over the last few years and I just wasn't there. But I am there. Like I've already gone through audited modules one and two, drafted the new slides, updated, you know, my outline for the actual video recording. And I've committed to doing, it's an eight module course. I'm committed to doing two modules a week with also the grace for myself to know that if it takes me a little longer, it's okay because it's going to be quality. And I'm excited to like include everything that I'm doing now in 2024. So things like what I use to record, how I use and how I and my team use AI to like optimize our process and our time, everything, all of that will be included in Podcast Moguls. And then once that one is done, I want to upgrade Master the Gram, upgrade Goal Getter Action Plan. So I'm really excited about this, but it starts with showing up. It starts with showing up. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm showing up for myself. I'm showing up for you. And let's do this. Let's keep talking. Um, Drop any questions you have for me over on YouTube in the comment section. If you like this episode and want to hear more like it, let me know. And with that, I will talk to you guys next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you'll receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.